0: Welcome back to Bike Race Weekly. I am your host, Ryan Girard, and I'm here with my co-host. Rick Grudewald. So, uh, it's been a little bit, I think it's been two weeks since our last podcast, but it's not because we've been lazy. We've uh, been pretty busy. We've been doing things. Rick himself has been working the Tour of America's Dairyland. That's right, Ryan. I was on the setup and the
1: teardown crew every day.
0: Yeah. um, I had the better job of not working and just racing on the weekends well i wor- I worked during the week still but then i raced on the weekends which i would recommend
1: to anyone i don't know i i actually had a lot of fun like working the event <clears throat> anybody that likes bike racing um you know it's like it's just fun to be around the bike race and for me it's so like i took my vacation this year to go like do some manual labor, setting up white fences and, and, and angled fences and <clears throat> course tape all day or all week, and a lot of our buddies from college they come back uh, to work this men too, so it's kind of fun just like hanging out with people that all like bike racing. You get to watch the pro races every day, the amateur races too, and I had a good time. You know, I didn't I didn't really I didn't really feel like I missed out on a lot because I didn't really race this week, so mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I worked it twice. Um, It's definitely fun doing that kind of stuff with your buddies. Um, It's definitely tough work.
1: You know, early mornings, late nights. I feel like it's a big difference when you both race and work the event. Yeah. So you, you, when you work, well, when you worked it, you also get to race it for free. And you raced almost, or I think you did race every day, right? I pretty much raced over half the days. Over half the days, yeah. Yeah. So... I think, um, like, six or seven. The most I did was, like, eight. And you guys got less sleep, I think, in general Yeah. than what we got. So, like, at the end of, by the end of the week, you feel, like, pretty shattered. And, like, you're not really able to, like, enjoy, like, just hanging around because you're trying to, like, sleep pretty much. And you also don't eat much because the no. only thing you can eat is stuff that you go out and buy. It's
0: not like you, like, can cook and whatnot. So, you don't want to spend all the money you're making either by going out and you know, like eating at places, so you're you're expending a lot of calories and not bringing in a lot of calories.
1: <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, it was it was a way different experience. Not not racing it, but still working it this year. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a lot of fun. Um, it rained a little bit, so some of the days were pretty wet. Some of the days had pretty like severe weather. I know one of the days got the men's race got canceled. The pro men's race. Uh, you raced in a little bit of rain, so yeah. You raced in at Waukesha, and then Bayview was kind of wet, but it wasn't raining when you raced.
0: Yeah. Um, so why don't we start with the
1: beginning? Yeah. The first, well, let's let's start with. Uh, well, go ahead. Go ahead. The first race I did was
0: Grafton. Yep. Um, that was the third day, though. The first two That's days right. were Kenosha, and then uh, East Troy. Yep. And then Grafton, which was the first day I
1: raced. Which is the first, the Saturday. First Saturday, Saturday.
0: then Waukesha is the first Sunday. Yeah,
1: two great courses. And the weekend races, for anybody that's, like, never done Toad before and they're trying to pick a day to go, uh, Grafton and Waukesha and then Downer Avenue and Tosa are probably all, uh, some of the better days to go, just because they're the weekends, they're, like, the best venues and the biggest crowds. If you're picking a, a weekend, though, honestly, I think I like the first weekend better. Yeah, the Grafton course is really great. It's wide, sweeping corners, a little bit of technical section on the back, and then a really uh <clears throat> like long, wide open, uh, finish. Yeah, the the east
0: from East Troy to Grafton to Waukesha, those are typically like the best courses. Yeah, and East East Troy wasn't <coughs> the normal courses here, but. It's usually, like, a six-corner course, and it's a, a, a lot of fun. All East Troy, Grafton, and Waukesha are typically six-corner courses, mm-hmm. and those are my favorite ones to do. There are a lot of corners.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with you on that. I really like Waukesha. Waukesha is, like, a pretty pretty technical course. They changed a little bit every single year, and this year was, I think, a new format, or at least one that they haven't run in the past or many years. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a six-corner crit, and it has a pretty, like, technical... Actually, I wouldn't say technical, just really fast, final corner, up into a medium length finish. So, Ryan, how did you do uh, this weekend? How was, your, how was your weekend of racing? So, my first weekend at Grafton went
0: really well. Um, I got nipped at the line for a $100 premium, but I took By first, one of our crew members. By one of the- One of our, the guys that was on our crew, Nate. Yep, by, yep, by Nate. Yep. Shout out to Nate. He, he did is. really well.
1: Yeah, he killed it. But uh,
0: I took first in the sprint. Unfortunately, there was a two-man breakaway, so I took third place overall. But taking first in the sprint uh, at Grafton felt pretty good, just because it's a, it's like a three hundred fifty meter um, final stretch. So it's it's hard to be patient on that final stretch. But that's exactly what I did. Was I was patient and sat sat on the guy who went early, and then shot around him at pretty much right at 200 meters so that that race went really well actually besides missing the hundred dollar premium
1: it's a good race for you yeah so that was place on the podium
0: yeah i got on the podium um unfortunately that was my only podium the next day at waukesha i was doing really well i did get a 50 dollar premium nice but it started raining with five laps to go and then it, it got it just got really sketchy Um, Because it started raining pretty bad, the roads were really slippery. I think with like three to go or two to go, I slipped on a manhole cover. There's manhole covers on the middle of every single corner. Yeah. So hitting one was inevitable.
1: Any crashes?
0: Yes. I think there were a few crashes. Uh, I almost crashed twice, actually. The first time being on the manhole cover, my rear wheel slipped but caught... Onto the cement on the you know on the outside of the cover, yeah. and then on the last lap, uh, a guy like dive bombed my outside and cut right in front of me, and my front wheel uh, hit his rear wheel. So I was in front of him going into the corner, and everyone was slowed down quite a bit because it was so wet. And he came from my outside and then cut in front of me, and that's when my front wheel hit his rear. I was able to keep it up, but that, on the last lap with, two cor- I think, three corners to go, um, that kind of just set me back, and I think I came in in, like, 11th or 13th. Okay. I think 13th I came in, so, you know, that wasn't a great finish. Um, I, I was... I guess I'm not too mad about it, because I got the $50 premium, and it was a pretty dicey finish.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then the next weekend... Uh, the next race I raced was Bayview. That was the Friday. That was a really fun race. Yeah. Really hard
1: race. I think Bayview is probably the most technical course on the Tour of America's Dairyland schedule. Yeah. It's, uh, it's got like a, I would say an aggressive hairpin. Um, an aggressive hairpin corner. Maybe not a hairpin, but like a very tight corner. I would call it a, um, like a
0: 60... 60- or 75 degree corner. Yeah,
1: something where if you're at the back, you really feel the whip crack. So, yes. like, it's super important to, like, stay pretty f- close to the front in that race. And then it's got some, like, super fast, like, 90 degree corners, super mm-hmm. technical. Uh, fun course. Like, it's a it's, really think, fun <clears throat> course. I think Bayview is one of uh, one of the better courses on yeah. the Toad calendar. And then it's also got a cool feature where the two back or the back side of the course, the start-finish line – they kind of they almost touch each other mm-hmm. in that if you're standing in the middle between the two you can see like the race in two different areas if you're i think the that's what
0: makes that course coolest because yeah. you can see so much of that race i think
1: it has the coolest it's a night crit for the pro men yeah. race, and i think it has the coolest uh sprint finish too right on bayview the the uh i forgot what actual street it was but you've got like a bus stop that that has these cool illuminating lights and it's at night, so all the lights are on. It's kind of like this orange tinge or dinged tint tint. It's kind of the word I was going for. Uh, and yeah, it's just a really cool like finish to a race. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, fast forward to the next day, Downer Avenue, which is the uh, the I think it's probably the biggest stage of Toad. Yeah, definitely. Ask biggest. anybody, it's definitely yeah. the biggest stage of Toad. Uh, fast course, right? Really Before, f- Four it's, corners, one is maybe a little tight, but yeah. you can pretty much pedal through all the other corners. Yeah, what's crazy about Downer is that it's almost the easiest course to race it's, on. It's, the, it's, I'd say, the easiest to race on and one of the hardest to win. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, so g- going back to Downer, or I'm sorry, Bayview, uh, race went really well. I took a $50 premium. Nice. And I came in at sixth place. Solid. Uh, not much I can say about that. That was a tough race. Mm-hmm. I I did pretty decent with sixth place. Uh, took away ninety five bucks that day, so nothing Solid to com- complain about. I it was, it was a, I mean the last lap, everyone's just sprinting out of every single corner to get position. So that last lap was pretty crazy, pretty hard. Yeah, but those are those are almost the the fun ones, mm-hmm. where you have to like fight for position in that last lap and everyone's like sprinting and out of every corner and there's six corners. Those are
1: those are just kind of fun. The dicey ones are the fun ones. Everybody always yeah. complains. Sometimes people complain about crits being dangerous, but I think all the all the races that I always remember are the ones where you're just like you know, like just shooting in and out of corners and you're so tight with everybody else. Yeah. It's a lot of fun.
0: But I think there's a difference between being like dicey technical versus dicey dangerous. dangerous. I think Waukeshaw started to get on the line of being dangerous.
1: Yeah. I think I think it's hard to make a course it's hard to make a course dangerous. I think it's Well it's just because of the rain that made it dangerous. Yeah. So the rain made that dangerous. I I can remember a couple courses that I've ever raced and I thought this was actually a dangerous course. I think one of them was uh, if anybody's ever raced West Dundee at the intelligentsia cup they had like a back uh like a, a back hill that you'd go down that was like full of like cracks and huge potholes somebody actually was like like bombing the hill and they're like they like they got a hand bucked off their bar and just like ate it uh last year mm-hmm. but yeah i mean most courses are are dicey fun dicey in a good way yeah,
0: yeah. the the tech I, I would call it more technical
1: yeah i like Te- technicals uh, yeah better races
0: way. um but yeah, like downer downer, yeah, downer, I had downer and, go for you then. Downers they got kind of a technical corner. I but it's it's a pretty <laughs> wide corner, so honestly I don't think it's that bad.
1: I think it's a corner where it just it's there's one good line, so you just have to make sure that you you don't you yeah. it's the one corner that you can get wrong, essentially. But yeah. you can get it right as well.
0: Yeah, so that that race you you can sit in for majority of it mm. and move up really easily because the roads are so wide. Uh, yeah. But the 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 ending is hard. I got the ending wrong. I had I had tried to be at the front in the last lap.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but on the last the sh- right before the third corner, um, everything just flooded on the sides. And I just got trapped right in the, I got boxed in right in the
1: middle. So Downer is almost such a hard course because the last, like, because the road is so wide and the corners are so wide, it's like it's like without a doubt, like there's gonna get be a swarm unless there's an actual leadout train in, in a Cat Three race. There's never a leadout train. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so it's it's, I think so. I've raced Downer two times before, and I think it's almost it almost comes down to, um not being so close to the front but being on the outsides of the bunch on the last lap so when it swarms you can be like on the wave like you can ride the wave to the front and then pop your position then instead of like trying to sit at the front and like fight through the swarm
0: yeah that's definitely what it what it is is you just got to ride that wave and hope that you're in the right spot that you know finds that wave or if you are going to be at the front, know that that swarm's going to happen and pretty much just you you pretty much just have to ha- hammer at the front or find a wheel that's swarming from the outside. 100%.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's like like we said, it's not hard to stay in the race, but it's really hard to win the race.
0: Yeah. I mean, there was like 100 people in our race, so uh, Finding that right wheel to be on is pretty tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's where a mm-hmm. lot of the like people who have a little bit more experience in those big races have a bit of an edge because they can they know how to place themselves when there's a hundred people.
1: Yeah, totally. I 100 percent agree with that, and people with course knowledge too. Like I think you see, mm-hmm. you see a lot of people that you know they 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 travel for these races. And they win it, but I think in a, a lot of the pro fields, you have people that are uh, repeat. Racers, they've raced the course before. So they just have like that's like you wouldn't believe how helpful that is in just knowing like that, you know, I've done this race five years in a row and uh, you know, the winning move always comes like, you know, with like, you know, on the last third third corner, like the third to last corner, you've gotta be here if you wanna be in the move. Sure, sure. That kind of thing. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, besides that, I got $100 prem, which was pretty crazy. I was at yeah. the front, and someone attacked. Uh, another, another thing about that race is it's so easy to move up that I went to the front to kind of prepare for uh, the prem, And pretty much on cue, someone attacked on the right side, and I jumped after them. And I was the only one that jumped after them and caught on and just went right by them and had a pretty big gap for $100 preem. Not bad. And I made, apparently made Anna super anxious because I came out of that corner by myself. Oh, okay. But I was going down the, I was riding down the road and I looked back to see if anyone came with me. And I was, I was like looking around me because I was expecting someone to be with me. Yeah. And there was no one there. So I pretty much stopped like pedaling okay. or I started soft pedaling. Yeah. Cause I was like, I'm not going to put more effort in when I already have a huge gap. Right, and I soft pedaled across the line with a pretty good gap still for the preem for the preem yeah, and apparently I they just made Anna super anxious because she she's, she's like, just crashed. watching me just like looking back soft pedaling while the everyone else is just like <laughs> flying down the road yeah, but in my mind I'm like I'm not gonna put more effort than I need to into this
1: No. you at, the, at that point it's like oh I got this yeah.
0: But Anna had to watch me come down that entire straightaway, just like soft pedaling. What off.
1: a what a like uh, like uh, lame, like not lame, but like you know, like you're just like soft pedaling across the line for a preem. You know, it's like just kind of funny, I guess. Like yeah, it's like oh yeah, like this. Uh, I got the gap. Like and it's kind I'll of like the, the cool part happened on the <clears throat> other side of the course. <laughs> someone attacked, and I went with them.
0: Right, but then attacked them uh, through the corner because they must have been gassed. And I just went around them and then hit that final corner really hot, knowing that I was going to go way faster than the the people in the group. Yeah. And that's where I got my gap was hitting that corner super hot, getting that gap. And I was, I I could just soft pedal across the line, but I knew that I wasn't going to hold a breakaway because it was so, it was like, I think it was like 10 minutes into the race. Right. You're not going to, yeah. Unless somebody came with you. Yeah. Unless someone came with me. But even then it's a 40 minute breakaway. Yeah. Uh,
1: So... You're, yeah I,
0: so that yeah
1: it was kind of cool
0: I I felt pretty cool doing that but right <laughs> the cool guy it was kind of funny making Anna super anxious watching me just soft pedal down the down that 200 meter stretch for 100 bucks for 100 bucks
1: yeah so fast forward to the end of the race uh how'd you end up finishing then I think it was like 21st or 21st. something okay so you just rolled in yeah nothing I'm really too yeah. proud of
0: um, like I said I got boxed in I, I just didn't have the positioning Mm -hmm. And that that was about it,
1: you know? So then after Downer, so, like, if people hear us talk about Downer, they might be wondering, like, what makes it such a cool race, even for the amateurs. I mean, a lot of people come out to watch. It's it's a fun course. It's a a fast course. Um, But after your race, unless you're a pro, you get to go – uh, watch some of the other races and there's a cool thing that Ben Cycles does which is yeah. all you can drink and all you can eat brats and beers which and good beers too
0: and good brats good
1: brats Italian sausages to be expected, yeah. uh, for 25 bucks yeah. and that is a steal like I had quite a few sausages and I had quite a few beers as well too so I definitely got my money's worth I probably had like you know close to like $100 worth of those two things yeah, that's the good thing. Is like if you
0: have two brats and then four beers plus your T shirt over the the day, yeah, like that. That's that's like a fifty dollar value. Oh right
1: yeah, there. absolutely. And all so then all that money also goes towards the downer super cream which is for the pro men's and the pro women's field. And I think it was $3,000 for each field
0: yep. this year. so Not I, the most it's been, not the least it's been.
1: Yeah, exactly. the first year, I think it was like 8000 Yeah, I think 2015, 2016, yeah. it, like was the, it was the, like in the prime of that preem. But they also used to get like 40,000 people there. Yeah, there's still a lot of people that come watch the race, but it's not... Not quite as big a crowd as yeah. they used. To it be. used to, the entire course used to be lined with people. Yeah, which is pretty insane. Like yeah. it's a long course for it to be lined with people. Yeah, but yeah, so that's that's a pretty cool thing to do. Like it's just like a really cool atmosphere after the race. You hang out, you have some beers, talk to everybody about their race, like watch the race that's going on, and then uh, you pack it in and go home and uh, rest up for the final day of. Toad, which yeah. is the East Tosa Grand yep. Prix. Personally my least favorite one. Mine as well. I don't like the course. Um, but the, the it, reason I don't like the course yeah. is because it's fast and and um tight. It's fast and tight. It's a four corner crit. If you were to just look at the, the crit or look at the course, you would probably think, oh, this is like an easy four corner. But there's a there's a slight rise on the backside. Yeah. And then a really fast downhill into a really I wouldn't call it a super technical corner, but a corner that you have to take fast. And if you don't take fast, you're gonna end up sprinting back to the group. And that's the thing is like that corner, uh, that back stretch is the o- like
0: really the only place where you could move up. Yeah. And it's a really bad road, and downhill and fast into a really tight corner, uh, where the road just goes from like two lanes down to like one lane. Yeah. And everybody tries to go like it, it's like three or four wide every single time into that corner because people are trying to move up and that's the only spot to move up in. Mm-hmm. So everybody's hitting their brakes because it gets so packed in and then it, then it's just sprinting out of that corner and it's just like that every single lap just hitting yeah. your brakes you know jamming out of that corner trying to move up and you're like I'm maybe I get one spot this lap maybe I get another spot it's just like such, it's such like a grind of a race. It's like
1: an elimination race. Like nobody yeah. – <clears throat> you know, sometimes there will be a breakaway in that race. But usually usually that brace doesn't end in breakaways because the race pace is so high it's so and it's so hard. And it's just like the whip is just constantly yeah. being cracked that rather than worrying about getting off the front, people are just worrying about not being on the back and like getting gapped. Yeah. Essentially the entire race. Which so I mean it's not for it's not for everybody. Some people really like Tosa. I, I don't particularly care for Tosa, but it's a it's a cool um, it's a cool race in some regards. It's a smaller neighborhood, you know, it's in the East Tosa village, so it's kind of on like their main street. There's a Bel Air Cantina which has got some really good Mexican food and Cranky Als, which has really good donuts and coffee. But aside from that, kind of a quieter neighborhood. That is yeah,
0: on. there's not much going on there.
1: Not a whole lot going on there. It's like a quiet ending. Downer is like the big party, and Toast is kind of like the hangover. You know, it's like a. It's, that's
0: exactly what Tosa is. It's, it's a hangover, yeah. and it feels like a hangover.
1: Yeah, which is the weirdest thing. You know, I would think that these races would have, like, a really hard uh, Saturday. Like, if I was putting together, like, let's just say a four-day crit weekend, I would do an easy first day. And I would do the two hard days in the middle, and I would end on, like, an easy day. I would do, like, Grafton first. On a, on the last weekend? No, first day. The Grafton. first day, Grafton. Yeah, that is yeah. such a great first day. I, I'm a big fan of kind of, like, like crescendoing in the middle of the week and then, like, walking it down towards
0: the end. But doing, like, Waukesha <laughs> lap. Like, if I was doing a four-day race, I yeah. would do Grafton to Bayview to Downer to Waukesha. Yeah. I that think that would that'd be pretty good. That would be an amazing four days. Mm-hmm. That's just like peak Toad for four days.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be really cool to do these events in the Madison area too. Yeah. To be able to do like a, a big four day. We were talking about this before. Like Toad is an amazing event. And it is an amazing event because it's the longest uh, and the longest amateur stage race in the U.S. It's 11 days long. And it's all criteriums. It's not road racing. But it's like it's there's no other experience like it except for Intelligentsia, which is in Chicago. Yeah. But there, those two races are so unique. Like, but going to going to like a four day race is also a lot of fun too. And like, it would also be really cool to have something like a four day, you know, like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or even like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday mm-hmm. race in the Madison area, and do the same thing that they do with Toad, but do it with Madison neighborhoods. Well, I like how uh, I think a lot of races do
0: do that four day one. Yeah. But then they plan it around like a holiday, like well, Gateway yeah. Cup is around um, Labor Day, and I believe. Snake Alley is around Memorial Memorial day. day, so that people only have to take one day off. Exactly. All yeah. That becomes real like a pretty good idea. Like that's an easy weekend. Exactly. Yeah. And so, we we were talking about like a really cool idea for Toad is instead of doing just one 11 day thing, do um, two weekends two different weekends like one early season, like spring the other one like late summer early fall and then do the 4 days in madison you could do janesville still like lake mills is a great area people have always talked about how cool that would be to have a place there sun prairie and then if they so- could somehow get downtown
1: madison that'd be pretty cool they used too. to do it around downtown madison they used to yeah i think the the like getting races to happen in downtown areas has gotten just so ridiculously expensive, and um, for Toad, a lot of these a lot of these towns will pay for the race to come to them. So it's a community event; they're paying for this experience to have in their city centers, which is why Toad doesn't happen in downtown Milwaukee, because downtown Milwaukee is not going to pay to have the race. To downtown because there's already so much going on, they don't need a reason for people to come downtown, they're already gonna go down there. But like towns like Tosa and like Bayview, and even I mean, Downer's not downtown Milwaukee, it's like the lakefront, Um, you know, and Grafton, and like some of these smaller towns, they want a reason for people to come there, and like also a reason for community people, people that live in the community, to come out and do something and like hang out with everybody else in town. Yeah, I remember when we when we interviewed the Cliff Bar team. Um, one thing we asked was like, "What's what's your favorite place right. to go to to race?" And like, I thought they were gonna say something like the big races, the thing that the races yeah. that people think of, like uh, like Tulsa Tough, or oh, you guys must love going to Gateway, cool right? Day. Yeah, because Gateway's a big one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. in and, St. Louis. Yeah, and their answer surprised us. Do you remember what it was? Uh, it was I think it was somewhere in. It was Georgia. No, it was Bentonville, Arkansas. Arkansas. Which, the Arkansas had started a race series, I think it's called the Natural State Crit, which is a three-day race, like a Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday, Sunday. And I think it was part of the USA Crits for a year or two. But they, which, was, it was a relatively new race, and they just said they loved the neighborhoods, like, it was so hospitable, and the races were, were good races. yeah. And when they go to
0: small cities like that, like, the entire city gets into it. Yeah. Like, they look forward to it every year rather than, like, there's some places in Milwaukee where you show up and then, I mean, everybody's like, everybody's like, yelling at you, like, yeah. what are you doing like, here? We, get out of here. Like,
1: we love doing the Bayview race, like, because the neighborhood is cool, but, like, the neighborhood does not get into it. Like, no, the people, neighborhood does not. They don't like that it's there. Like, they're, and that's because Bayview is, like, it's pretty close to Milwaukee. It's, like, it's pretty close to, like... Summerfest. Summerfest grounds, summer the busy parts of Milwaukee. So they don't... They, it's like they don't need another community event. There's already things happening. Yeah. You know, like, but... But you when know, you go when to Grafton... When you go to Grafton, or when you go to these small towns, like, um... Waukesha is like, a good one. Yeah, Waukesha. Or we talk to people even from Wauwatosa, which is pretty close to Milwaukee. You know, they say, like, this is literally their favorite weekend of the year. Like, and which is an, an amazing, right? Because these aren't, these aren't bike racers. These are ordinary people that live in the town... But the bike race is a huge excuse to get some brats, get some music going. They might have a place to watch on on course, like Grafton, and family. There's
0: there's uh, houses on the course that every single year yeah. they have a big lawn party. Mm-hmm. You
1: know, and I almost think that if you wanted to like replicate another Toad event, that have a pretty tight knit community and they're just looking for something to do. Yeah, like you you know like you're, I don't think it's ever gonna be like uh, financially feasible to like do uh do a big crit series like in some huge city center right cuz there's mm-hmm. there's no way that the city would would pay money to have a bike race come down but and then you know like and then obviously it's cost money to have all of the other logistics happen but you know like these these little towns like they pay money to to have these community events
0: yeah so the yeah those are my favorite places to race
1: yeah and and I think too, like even for Gateway, like, you know, it happened in St. Louis, but it's in the individual neighborhoods in St. Louis. So yeah. you get these like, these people that come out and like, you know, they, they have something to do in their neighborhood. They don't got, they don't have to go downtown. They can just like, you know, walk down the block and they've got like a, you know, world, a world-class bike race going on. Yeah. So yeah, bike racing, bike racing. it's best, best done in small towns. Yeah. Uh, so, I
0: mean... Now that I mean, is there anything else we want to
1: kind of uh, wrap up with Toad? It's a cool event. Um, I mean, from my perspective, like my favorite events are obviously Grafton. I think you nailed that one for sure. Walk Shaw Downer is always fun. I think the wild card that is quickly becoming one of the highlights of Toad is Janesville. Janesville by far had the coolest course. I think it was really long, probably a mile and a half long, maybe. And it is now deemed Preem Town USA since they give away huge preems all day to all the uh, amateur categories and the pro categories. Like, multiple thousand dollar laps. Like, pretty insane.
0: I think they said they had, like, a total of, like, $35,000 in preems or something. In primes, just preems. Yeah. For all categories. And they give it all away. I was like, looking at the course, too. Um, <coughs> for those who are wondering, it's, like... They go back and forth on a main street yeah. and then on each opposite side they
1: go around like a four block radius and then come back. The cool thing about the course is it's almost as if we made two different crit courses and a bridge was dividing them. So you go out to do one course and then you come back to do the other course. And yeah. it's, it's, in their, it's in the heart of their downtown, which is like – it's got a really cool feel to it. It's like a classic um, – you know, like, I think Janesville blew up when the GMC plant came down. So, yes, like, yes. Janesville, is a, Janesville is a small town that, like, kind of quickly built up. So, they've got, like, a couple taller buildings in their downtown. So, you kind of feel like you're racing through a city. But yet, it's still pretty small. So, it, it's got a cool feel to it. And people love it there. Like, people, people uh, gladly, you know, towns or businesses in the town gladly support the race. And they put up all that money for the preems. Yeah. yeah.
0: Again, another town that really just uh, enjoys the community event. Yeah, for sure. Well, so I, I uh, going was. from here, what are, what are our plans from here? This, I mean, this is what we kind of been talking about for quite some time.
1: Yeah, this is like the, like yeah, I mean, this was like a big race for you this year. You know, like, yeah, probably like your a if not one of your a races on your calendar yeah um i think for me you know i'm just gonna keep riding around i haven't really been doing much racing this year if any racing actually so i'm just gonna keep riding around probably ride more now that the weather is super nice Mm -hmm. and hopefully get in some good shape we're kind of contemplating doing gateway i think it would be a fun weekend to do i think we're probably at least me i'm leaning a little bit towards doing it I know you said that you, you wanted to do Gateway. I, I would love
0: to do Gateway again. Yeah.
1: So I think we're probably going to end up doing Gateway again this year. Yeah. Um, state Championships is coming up for you in Wisconsin yeah, next weekend. This weekend. This weekend. The following
0: weekend. The following weekend. Follow weekend. Uh, July 7th. Um, so, the state road race is the day after. Yeah. But I think I'm going to skip on that. Yeah. Just a crit. Yeah. I'm not really a fan um, of road racing. Yeah. It's, it's just a group ride with a sprint that matters at the end.
1: Yeah. Um intelligentsia cup that's coming up
0: probably won't do any of that probably
1: not gonna do any of that
0: no that falls at a bad time for me I believe Mm -hmm. I have that's like the weekend that I'm moving into my new apartment oh yeah you're moving and then I have a uh, charity bike ride that I'm doing the week before the first weekend I think are you just
1: gonna like rip the legs off all your coworkers? (laughs) (laughs) like what are what are the details of this charity bike
0: ride Uh, it's for the boys and girls club okay and um, our company is sponsoring a team nice uh, it's also really cool My our CEO is sponsoring jerseys for us oh it's pretty cool so it, it's kind of cool because my CEO my CFO are both going to be doing the ride with me I think there's like four or five of us that are doing like the 50 are you, mile
1: sorry do you have to ra- ride together with everybody I don't know I was going to you, I was gonna you should try to them. win the charity ride I should win the chair. You you should just go off the front. Just go off the front and just hold a nice hammer. It's just hammer it. Yeah. How how many miles? Fifty. Oh yeah, just like just hammer it the entire time. Yeah,
0: just hammer it.
1: Yeah, just go super ham. I think that's how. I bet they give out huge prize money. Yeah, and then just like when you, yeah, just like cross that line because of course they're gonna have a finish line.
0: Yeah, and probably what two thousand dollars for first place.
1: Uh, yeah. At least money, for a charity right? ride, right? For, for charity right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good idea, Ryan. I'm, I'm fully behind this idea. No, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward
0: to that. You know, it's kind of a, just a cool event Yeah. that I get to be part of. There's free beer and food afterwards. I think they have free, like, breakfast, but it, it looks like it goes off. Like, it starts, like, 30 minutes before, like, the ride goes off.
1: Well, you know, this is not for the – it's not like a crit. You know, it's not, like, for the, the competitive athlete. It's more yeah. for, like, the – my boss bought me a free jersey and I'm gonna take out my trek, you know, nine thousand from twenty years ago and
0: that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna stop at all the stop parts and grab Gally some snacks. free clip bars and stuff. Maybe you like
1: man. stuff a few extra in there yeah. for after. Right, right. Cause you know, you don't really need to eat that much on a fifty mile ride. <laughs> 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 Alright, yeah, and yeah, I think think if I race a little bit this year, I'll probably be closer. I'm going to be race the lake with, uh, with us, with you guys. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, that's like the week before gateway too. Yeah. So, and then I might be down for gateway and do some racing. Like I'll, if I, I'll probably go regardless, but then probably race a little bit too. And then uh I don't know, you know, I, it's kind of like cross is coming season, but I'm not a huge fan of cyclocross. I'm a, I'm not really, I'm, I'm cross neutral, I guess, you know what I mean? So I've got my single-speed cross bike. I was mm-hmm. kind of contemplating today at work if I wanted to race it all, but I'm not really sure. What are, what are, what are your thoughts on Cross this coming season?
0: I don't know, I'll, I'll do a few Madison races. You think so? I have. It's kind of like I have a cross bike, yeah. so why not use it? That's true. Um, I don't know. I kind of comp- contemplate selling it, but at the same time, it's like I have it. You know? That's true. So is it kind of more worth me keeping than it is to sell because I don't think I'd be able to sell it for much? that's a good point so i might I, I kind of lean towards just keeping it in case i do ever think oh my gosh cross cross yeah. is the greatest thing ever
1: it's kind of yeah it's kind of crazy to think but what what time of year is it it's uh it's july it's july 2nd today yeah and and the road race so we have the rest of july and then we have august and then that's it the road racing calendar so that's it which is insane because September's nice September is really nice. Yeah. Like weather-wise. Even September, October,
0: October is probably the best time of the year in that, Wisconsin.
1: That would be the best times of the year to race, too. Yeah. But, and I, that's why I th- I almost feel like the reason why I don't like cyclocross is because I just feel like it's at the completely wrong time of the year. Yeah. I, I would love to be road racing through October. Yeah. But. Yeah, we'll see. I, yeah, I feel like we're talking about the season being over. But also, too, to like, like through.
0: when I race cyclocross, I'm so out of shape. Like if I race cyclocross right now, I kind of feel like I would have a different perspective of it because I'm yeah. in really good shape right now. Don't I'm coming you? off of like really good fitness, that really punchy type of fitness. But, but you'll be in good shape after Gateway, right? Yeah, but, I mean, you kind of train up to Gateway, and then once you hit it, you're like, okay, I need some time
1: off. Mm, I got that, yeah. So I get that, yeah.
0: I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll get to Gateway, be really motivated still, and then kind of keep training until the end of October, and then start my off-season then.
1: Yeah. When do you usually start your off-season? After Gateway. After Gateway. Are you going to upgrade next year? Yeah. Cat um, Cat 2 Ryan? I because mm, you have the points or you don't have the I don't have the points you don't have the set, points no. but you could petition and you would probably get you would get accepted if yeah
0: you I, I, I think I I think I have like ten or twelve points right now mm. um, I think I would definitely here's my thoughts is that I would definitely have the points if there was more racing mm, yeah that's true um, I thought I would get I kind of thought that I would get more points for during Toad. But it just didn't play out like that. Maybe I'll, I'm hoping to get some points at Gateway Cup. My thoughts, though, is is that like the one big benefit of racing as a three is that you can do two races in a day on like That's a true. normal weekend. What's your masters? Yeah, and it's kind of like I already there's already not much racing, mm-hmm. so it's kind of nice knowing that I can race twice in a day. Yeah, and so I'm kind of at that point right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I get that. If I, I was, that. if there was more racing, I would, I would already be a two, and then yeah. just be racing P one two every single weekend, twice a weekend. Yeah, but there's just not, you know.
1: That's true. That's true. Especially after, after Toad, racing is a, uh, a little bit harder to come by. Yeah, it's like the season's over. But we'll still do. We're still because we're bike racing weekly, so we're still gonna do some bike racing. We're gonna, I mean, we still, and I we're mean, gonna keep everybody yeah. updated. There's the uh, state
0: championships, and then there's the project Echelon. That's right there. Circuit, except this year they don't have three fours. They only have P one two three and four five.
1: I wonder why they did that.
0: I don't think they got enough people to really got have enough, two categories. One, two, threes yeah. Or, so Yeah.
1: Or three fours. They
0: probably looked at it and said, all the threes are doing P one two three anyways. Mm, Let's just yeah. do just P one two three.
1: I Which I stand I, I stand yet behind yet. that actually. Yeah. I stand behind push it too. Push more people into a bigger field for, for yeah, the race. I
0: kind of like the idea. Yeah. I think it's gonna push me. I'm good for
1: that. Yeah. yeah, I agree.
0: I agree. Um, I, I kind of have, you know, after racing, you know, so far, especially in bigger fields and stuff, now looking back at t- at my races I've done prior, I kind of have the confidence to do P123s. I know I can stay in a P123 field, and I have more of a confidence to do it now, too. Yeah. So uh, it doesn't really make me nervous to do that P123 race. All right.
1: Sounds good.
0: Yeah, so those are my thoughts.
1: Solid. Well, I think that's probably it for this episode, Ryan. Yeah,
0: it was a good one. Any other thoughts? Uh, nope. Um, I've been doing rock climbing, a lot of rock climbing lately. That Have feels been. good to kind of get away a little bit from biking for just a little bit before a little training again for Gateway and, you know, other races. Of course.
1: And they've got a gym there too, so we can do some yeah, other training yeah. too. Yeah, I've
0: been doing a lot of like bodyweight exercises. A lot of yeah.
1: But yeah, I think, uh, yeah, we're going to keep uh, bringing everybody what they want with more episodes on. Some more bike racing coming up. Maybe have some more special guests this summer. Who knows? But for now, everybody can follow us on our Facebook, our Instagram page. We're on iTunes and Stitcher and all some of your other favorite podcasting apps. And, yeah, be sure to like and subscribe. Leave us a rating. And we'll keep trying to keep this podcast weekly instead of biweekly.
0: All right. Uh, catch you next time. See you everybody.